Hey guys, it's Keith and Raven back with another episode of Beyond the Altar Life After Infidelity. For this episode is communication yes. something all couples will struggle with especially if you are choosing to forgive in your marriage or fight for your marriage after infidelity yes and you know it's, it's so many different steps that you have to take in communication overall but especially after trying to rebuild from something that you know was such a big blow to the relationship it's a lot of steps that you really want to take to make sure you go into the conversation in the correct manner and also throughout the conversation, you keep it on a common goal of really getting to the solution and not just focusing on the problems. Right. Because you you have to understand that your disagreements, um, they're going to turn into arguments, yeah. which then turns into battles and of, you know, who's right and who's wrong. And exactly. you have to remember that it's not about who's right and who's wrong. You have to understand that you just came out of a very hurtful situation Mm -hmm. so now you're trying to rebuild and it feels like one person is building or working harder than the other right and feelings start taking over and thoughts and within any communication where we start to let emotion overtake the conversation i felt like those led to situations where it did turn into arguments for us and that was because we went into those those moments of letting an argument turn into a battle and it's just a finger pointing match of who did this you did that you did this and we would spend so much time pointing the finger and when you look back on it it's like we never got to the solution until days later because we didn't calm ourselves down and hitting below the belt never helps it never helps anything it's not going to help anything there were times you know he would throw in my face why don't you go, you know, be with that other person? Or I would throw in his face, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go be with that other person. Or, you know, just we would say some really hurtful stuff, mainly because we were both hurting mm-hmm. and we didn't know how to communicate. Right. And we really did have to seek that help and how to communicate with each other because at the end of the day, we knew we loved each other. We wanted to be together, mm-hmm. but hitting below the belt wasn't helping anything because it was just hurtful words that just opened up old wounds right. and it wasn't going to take us anywhere. We also did have communication issues prior to. Right. And so that was something that we had to realize, look, this has been rooted in our relationship too long. We have to make the changes necessary and we have to we have to look outside of what our knowledge is and only being 21 22 and really start to you know look further and and get counsel counsel from other people that are older than us wiser than us have went through a a similar situation even in in a sense so that way we can learn how to communicate the proper way at that time (laughs) we weren't doing it and i think too we had to come to a point where we realized you know we're a team Um, After infidelity, you really start to feel like one person is doing all of the work or one person is a ball hog or one person is making all the touchdowns. (laughs) Right. And the other person isn't doing doing enough. Right. But you have to realize that when you're rebuilding, it's going to feel that way, but it's not that way. Right. And if there is anything that 
is making you feel that way, it is best to sit down and talk it out. And before speaking or talking it out, it's always best. Like what we've learned, what we learned at the time was prayer. We had to go, actually, we had to explore our frustration as to why we felt the way that we did separate and go away and then come back together, pray about it and then speak about why we feel the way that we do. It was ugly, Mm -hmm. but it was, it was, was, yeah, it was, I mean, I'm saying we had ugly fights Mm -hmm. before actually mastering this, but you will see more into your relationship that it will progress Mm -hmm. and you will get better at it and you you will master it and it'll be to where you know you don't really have to pray anymore before you have an argument it's just it's okay or not even argument just before you have a disagreement right we're still learning you know we're still yeah we're still mastering that today but it's definitely oh my god so much better than right what it was before definitely and and you know like you said it's you know, it's hard, even on the fact of exploring the frustrations, because in those moments, sometimes that can make it even harder for you to necessarily calm yourself down. But it is super important to do so, because it was certain times that we would have a conversation. And, you know, before we came back together to talk calmly, once I had time to explore what my frustrations were, I was able to look at it and say, like, you know what? Did she really do something to make me feel this angry? Or am I really just holding on to something, something. that was said last conversation? And the same yeah. and the same with my wife as well. Like we would we would talk about it after okay, we might have had a you know, a rough conversation. We come back later on after we've both completely calmed down. And it's like, you know what? I was wrong. I had this, that, and the other on my mind and I was thinking this even about myself and I took it out on you. And a lot of times that does happen. I think The main thing is just realizing that you're a team and the moment that you declared and you prayed to God that you wanted your marriage to work was the moment you declared war against all odds. Mm -hmm. And it's it upsets the enemy. Um, and, and of course he's going to try every, every little thing to tear you guys apart. But you have to realize that it really is only through Christ that you'll be able to overcome that the only Christ is the only one who defeated and defeats all odds Mm -hmm. because he is our end all be all and he is the example of what marriage should be like today definitely and and one and another thing I want to add into that that helped out our communication so much was after we had time to reflect and see okay where is this really stemming from after we had time to pray together it was also before we got started with the conversation letting each other know what our what our end goal was for that conversation like letting each other know look that what i'm gonna say i'm not trying to sound harsh i'm not trying to sound a certain way but my end goal is for us to get past this in the best way and what that did and especially for her talking to me about certain things i i was a hothead at one point to where i can hear one thing and at that point i'm not hearing nothing else it's gonna be me getting angry with her coming to me and explaining those things first of what the end goal was of why she was having that conversation i was able to check myself before i needed to to be like you know what let me be quiet and hear her out which is why you know i think too it's important to state as well you know while having the conversation after the person is done speaking because you don't want to cut them off that was something we always did to each other and and that's how arguments lead to Mm -hmm. the worst of just the worst Mm -hmm. is by cutting people off you know it it is best to just listen um, and listen to actually listen and learn and then 
tell the person, you know, hey, this is what I heard you say um, or this is how I'm taking it. You know, I, I always say to him, you know, I think it's best to just take accountability because I'm one. I was one at the time to be like, well, I didn't even say that. So how did you get that out of me? Just say, you know, hey, this is how I'm taking this, you know, when you say that. So, you know, and sometimes it helps, you know, the person understand, okay, well, I don't mean it like that. So this, let me explain it a little bit better. You get to explore other ways of what it is that you're trying to get across. We would say some really terrible stuff, you know, and and, and it was, it was really, really bad. Mm -hmm. We would say some mean hurtful things and i think yeah. that's one thing that you don't want to do you know words really do hurt yeah. and you tear each other down so you're not really going to get anywhere with those words that you're saying you right. know, it's best to always just speak out of love yeah out of love because you know you're coming from a place of hurt right yeah and you don't mean the things you you say you really don't and when you're when you're in a place of hurt, when you're in a place of feeling like you're not being heard because you're cutting each other off, first thought for me was, oh, if I say something that I know is gonna catch her attention, it's it's gonna be something hurtful. And so I would say that to get her to kind of slow her roll, but that was not the right way to handle it. But things kind of naturally go in that order when we start to, you know, just shut down, when we start to not wanna hear certain things, when we start to just try and be shut off or feel like we're being shut off when we're trying to express our emotions. You know, you really have to have to truly keep in mind. And, you know, even when it comes down to hearing each other out, I think one another big thing that we had to learn was that not everything that we're saying or our own personal interpretation of it is going to automatically transmit to your partner of like, oh, no, you automatically mean it like this. Because at the end of the day, in in a situation where emotions are high at certain points, mm-hmm. we're not going to be at our most logical understanding mindset. So, yes, you have to take accountability for how you're taking it, but it's a two-way street, and we learn that the hard way as well. We also have to be accountable for how we're saying things and, and what we're saying. Yeah, and just because you're hurt doesn't make you right. Right. You know, it really takes this this journey of life after infidelity. It really takes humility. And mm-hmm. honestly, it really is a place that we have just come to. And, you know, I think, um, you know, one of the biggest things, always keep the purpose in place yes. for both of you guys. Let everything else go out the window. Any any type of emotions or anything that could hold y'all back from getting closer to the purpose, always keep that in place because it will always keep you guys revisiting what is the reason that we're having this conversation and how do we get to a solution so it does not come up again because that's the ultimate goal. We have those arguments, but we don't want it to come up again to where we handle it the same way. So what would you say to those who um, would say, well, I just can't help it. I just keep thinking back at the past of what they've done like you know at the end of the day saying that we can't help or can't do something is a cop-out and i don't mean to sound messed up but it's i mean it's the blunt honest truth it's a cop-out because at the end of the day you can you can find a way to control yourself because if if in most cases if somebody's boss comes up to them with the same attitude that your spouse may come up to you you know they're talking to you a certain way but you know you need that job that's right you definitely gonna keep your mouth shut then and you're gonna bite Mm -hmm. the bullet the one thing that everybody tries to bring up is that when a mistake like infidelity comes up or when a choice like infidelity comes up, people try to say, oh, well, that's that's a, a, a biblical legal right to leave. That's a biblical legal right to leave. 
But at the same time, we also say those vows for better or for worse. That's right. And when worse happens, everybody wants to try to run. Exactly. And, you know, and and it's not to say that that is supposed to tie you in or guilt trip you to make you stay. But if you decide to stick it out through those things, then you also got to understand that the hardships that are going to come along with it. I think I think a lot of people underestimate how many people have went through this and have stuck it out. Mm -hmm. And for the same exact reasons, because. You get to know people on a different level than what somebody would on the surface, even what an ex may know on the surface, because they only went to that dating level. They only went to that really liking each other level, but they didn't really take it further. And, you know, as you start to get to know people in a different way, you'll figure out what different stuff that you'll try and fight through. I'm not saying that you got to put up with it and just be a doormat. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying the stuff that you will realize, you know what, is it really worth throwing away what we built? Because... This is something that we can fight through mm-hmm. and which that's anything. God gave us a victory over all things. Yes. And, you know, it's up to us to whether we want to stick it out or not. That's that's the power of choice that we have. But, you know, that's something that you seek within your relationship and especially within your relationship with God. But working on your communication is key. You don't want to fight each other all the time and, mm-hmm. and not saying that there won't be any fights, but you don't want to fight each other all right. the time. It gets exhausting and then you it you lose focus on why. Yeah. And, why. and you know there's there's always um and i'm sorry i'm a sports guy so i always reference sports a lot but growing up my dad was a big boxing fan and he always taught me you win and lose with integrity even within a fight you never have to be that dirty fighter mm-hmm. and it's the same way within a relationship like my wife said you're not going to avoid the fights they're going to come up the disagreements are going to come up that but do it with integrity do it with love you know if nothing else respect for each other so that way you don't let it go to a point to where it doesn't need to be right and we had to learn that the tough, way. like <laughs> yeah. and it took a long time it mm-hmm. really did i really just we thank god that we are because of his grace and his mercy that we are where where we are I right feel like i'm gonna cry we love you guys love y'all and we pray for you guys and we pray that this helps someone in a mighty way Yes. Communication is key. Remember that. So please feel free to subscribe, leave us five stars, and also leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.